Whatever I do, I do it to protect you. So you understand? I understand. Rebellion is all that remains to push back the Empire. You think you might be able to help us? When was the last time you were in contact with your father? What is this? It appears he is critical to the development of a super weapon. If my father built this thing, we need to find him. All right. How many do I need? They are requesting a call sign. It's, um, Rogue. Rogue One. The power that we are dealing with here is immeasurable. If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Hold of this moment. The force is strong. Make ten men feel like a hundred. We'll take the next chance. And the next. You're rebels, aren't you? Save the rebellion! Save the dream! Hello, welcome to Red Spotlight Entertainment audio commentary series. You must have your prepared copy of the selected film ready to start in your media player. To begin this viewing, please set your film at zero. So, stay tuned and enjoy the audio commentary. Hello Red Spotters, I am your host Cal Lira and today we have a special program for you guys today we have rogue one the audio commentary with me i have the usual suspects alexis how are you i am flabbergasted what happened to the crawl there's no opening crawl okay. where are we i am so lost peter how are we shut up is that, that the, one of great. the first pan ups in a star wars movie how many have the camera panned up pan down pan down Ooh, it's so different and edgy. Oh my god. <laughs> the camera went the other way. <laughs> no, but I'm being serious. Iconic. Oh, you're being serious? That's even worse if you're being serious. Look at that scene. That's a... You know what? I, I, I think I read somewhere that they took longer on the CGI... Maybe, maybe I was wrong on that, but it really, it shows. It shows. It, it shows it. There's a robot, because you need robots in Star Wars. And you need moisture forms. Or Look a form it, this sort. is stupid. How does she outrun a spaceship? Unless she out, wait. She's way behind it, and all of a sudden, well, she gets there. Well, it's not as if the shuttle lands next to the farm. 
That's they some bullshit. Much, no, but, no, but they, they land, land, they land close enough to get there before she does. I don't know. They're Her feet are like time. this big, not that big. One of the first Easter eggs in this movie is the blue milk. Which is that really course, an Easter egg? Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I don't consider that an Easter people egg. People go out of their way to their song. Lead, Lee Daniels. <laughs> Lee Daniels. <laughs> Rogue One. But look at how far it is. But it hasn't even landed yet. Like, oh, oh, you know that's ridiculous. Well, well, okay, that's more on them. Why haven't they landed yet? Well, oh, you know what? Let's just put it in perspective. This is a great shot, though. It's a nice design that's, for sure. That's the perspective, the shot? Yeah. It is, it is, it is the perspective. One of the first good designs is that shuttle is brand new. How come? Because with all Did they the resho- just roll out of the dealership. You know, with all the reshoots, right? What made them go? Um, you know what? Let's get rid of Saul's hair. What? No, what? What mean, was that? Let's put hair on Saul. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Well, what do you think made him do that? Like, I don't know. That's such a weird like. It, it's detail. a it's a really weird move, especially. Uh, by the way, already amazing visuals. Look at these long, these well, yeah. long shots in this movie. Gareth like, Edwards did a great job. It's like Zack Snyder directed it. Sure. Uh, I'll take your word for it. I know you guys think he's a good director. I'll just give you <laughs> I've only seen one of his movies, in, or, or two, I think, actually. I think he would be a competent Star Wars director. Whoa. Give him a good Give him a good script. Oh. Give him a good script. No. Yeah, that, that's kind of like sacrilege. Here's an important moment, I think, where she, uh, she, uh, Lyra is giving a Kyber crystal to Jin. Oh. And just, uh, you don't get this, but apparently, uh, Lyra is Force-sensitive. I am? Actually, she isn't. Or she is aware of the Force. She's not or she is, because She was supposed to be a Jedi. Not Jin. Lyra. Yeah. Originally, she was supposed to be a but Jedi. But she's not, but the thing but is But she's that... not, but they still kept in that scene with mm-hmm. the crystal. But she's but she feels the force. Well, everyone yeah, okay. knows of the Alexis. force. No, no, not everyone knows of it. But she actually. Alexis, feels give it. me some context between their relationship. Okay, uh, Galen and uh, Orson uh, went to the same university together. They've known each other for quite some time since the uh, the duration of the Clone Wars. Um, it turns out that the Ursos, uh, before Jin was born, were part of a uh, separatist-occupied planet. And if I remember correctly, uh, interesting thing is that they were about to be killed, uh, all of the Ursos, together, but all of a sudden the droid units shut down because the Emperor had given the code to shut down all the... That was at the end of Order 66. When all that went down, they survived that ordeal. So they survived because of coincidence. But why were they going to be killed? I thought they worked in the Empire. No, no, no. You mean the Separatists? They were... No, their planet was occupied by the Separatists, and the Republic was liberating it. Oh, okay. So there was, like, a Clone Wars battle going on. Okay. They were in the way. Mm-hmm. They were about to be killed. But um, she obviously wasn't alive yet. No, she wasn't. She's a little girl. And uh, Kranika recruited them because of Galen's interest in kyber crystals. And he, Galen's main thing is he, he's kind of... Uh, <laughs> I love that line. His main thing, as far as Catalyst is, he... Uh, he's a scientist, right? So he's, more, he's most interest, interested in energy. 
and um, using the crystals to sustain that, like like the Tesseract and the Avengers kind of thing. That's what he wanted to do with those crystals. He's into the chi. No, he's the scientist, and <laughs> she's the one that you know believes in the force and everything. He's so more, it's like a Scientologist and a yeah, and a, right and a Buddhist. Krennic recruits Galen believing that this sphere, this station was going to be in way of fulfilling Galen's goals. In reality, uh, Lyra and Galen find out and then they get the hell out of there because they don't want to be a part of this. Because obviously the the weapon. I will find him! You get it? You so get already, it? that's a lot. I, I'm, I guess it's inferred that they've had a history there, but that's a lot of information I just laid out to you. That I'm not even sure adds anything, but it's it's more history between oh, them. You gave us you gave us some good context. And, and Saw Gerrera was actually the one that got them off Coruscant. That's where they know each other before they moved to this hideout place because Krennic would be looking. And Krennic was demoted because uh, the Ursos got away. So by Tarkin. So that already creates the Tarkin Krennic relationship as it is. Oh, okay. Now. In the book, does it explain why their comms on the Death Troopers are so shitty? Is it shitty or is it that there's different things? I think what happens is... You can barely those, make out what they're saying. No, that, but that's the point, though. I think one of the designs why for the Death different? Troopers was that they have their own ways of communicating. And they came from Bravo Hidalgo himself. But they talk to uh, Krennic. Like, like you can English. hear their voice. Well, I mean, with each other, not to other officers. But then... From uh, Death Trooper to Death Trooper. Okay. I'm going to go with it. But more to your thing about the reshoots, and we're going to be talking about that a lot because ultimately it's my belief that the reshoots made this film better than, than what would happen. But yeah, go ahead. Can we, uh, can we just say that this is probably the best shot Star Wars film to date? Yeah. It's beautiful. My child. With Saw, anyway. I don't necessarily know why, I guess. With his hair? Yeah. I guess they thought it would add to his derangement. Which This okay, is this the most oh shittiest little... It looked like they made it in, like, Windows Movie Maker. Honestly, you didn't need that. Did you really need a, uh, to insert a title card? No. And it looked weird, because they cut two stars. Yeah. Uh, No. I mean, it was one thing if it looked good, but it, uh-huh. it did not look good. I, I, I want to know why they didn't use the logo font for the ones that they used for the trailers. That was a good logo. That's, yeah. They should have just used that. But no, it had to be the No, Star but even Wars. then it goes back to this thing, because, okay, let me... Quickly on the whole Saw thing, with both Saw and the Death Troopers, those were things, the changes that were added until after the reshoots, we know that for sure. On... Um, because both those, uh, both the, the Death Troopers and Saw were recently featured in Rebels, and that was before the reshoots even happened. And this looks like some there. sort of a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, it planet, looks like, a, like a Guardians planet. Um, where, where the um, it was, it reminds me of like where the Collector was. Yeah, the nowhere. Um, but yeah, that whole title card didn't need to happen. But then it also goes back to. How do we feel now about the opening of this film? The lack of a crawl. Do you feel like it's fine now, or do you think it's still jarring? I think it. I think it's fine. 
I mean, that way there's a good, strong distinction between what's an anthology and what's an episode because it because the crawl kinds of make it make the crawl makes it feel episodic, you know. Versus versus this, it's like a it's kind of it feels like a Marvel one shot kind of thing. Like it, like it, it, yeah, it does take place within the MCU, but it doesn't need like the like the whole uh, long exaggerated uh, cold open that every Marvel movie has. I think it wouldn't have been as jarring if they didn't put a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, they should take that out completely. Because when you have that, then you go to the crawl and then you just skip one thing. Just start from the opening shot. Don't mm-hmm. put the long time ago. One of the things, remember way back when, when this movie was announced, they were calling it Star Wars Anthology Rogue One, not Rogue One, a Star Wars story. They could have easily just had a, a crawl with Star Wars Anthology Rogue One, uh, episode two, yeah. just Anthology Rogue One, and you could have a crawl. This, so which is it then? What do you prefer? This is cool. Uh, I think, who cares? <laughs> but I mean, we're going to have to because in future films you're going to This is cool character development for Cassian. Oh my god. You he, see? This is why we need a wall. <laughs> okay. It's because he's a Mexican. Thank, thank you. <laughs> it's funny. Jetta. Now, was Jetta always a desert? I think so. Or was well, it uh, at one time mush? Yeah, the planet. That I am not aware of, but that statue would indicate it's been through some desolation. Yeah. Like, for a while. Like, this whole scene right here, mm-hmm. they should have either put it later on and, and, and put it somewhere else because it's just very choppy. It adds into what we're... I think... Didn't we just jump from the past to Jin waking up in a prison to Cassian killing someone? Uh-huh. And now we're here again in Jenna. So we just had like four different jumps. And then and, they're going to jump back to her I right, think, being rescued. Right. What they should have done was with uh, with Jin, it should have like... It should have been just one long uh, streamless... Uh, well, and I think... A big issue with that was the whole Rogue One, like the the title card. Yeah, that Stone. also that just added to it. It just like it was unnecessary. Like the first time watching this, out out of the bat, there was a lot of things. It, it felt like too much was going on at the same time. Yeah, like it didn't want to. I got some Suicide place. Squad vibes. Yeah, you know what it needed. Like you know what it needed. It needed a it needed different uh different rock songs. See, there we go again. Is that the fifth one or the sixth one? I don't know. Well, Bonnie. By the way, that was seen in Revenge of the Sith during the assault on Kashyyyk. I remember that. Nerds. Just uh, comes from Pablo Hidalgo himself. And I love how the This cursed are... treasure comes from Hernan that, that Cortez was a himself. That Doctor Who alien. The Ood, remember? Yeah. But I love how the stormtroopers look very, like... They're dirty. They're gr- I love Ask it. your friends. Ask your friends. Ask your nerd friends what Doctor Who is. But yeah, the way that they looked all dirty and all that, it, it really it really cements the fact that it's close to episode four. Well, it, it, it looks the most, this film I think it looks the most realistic since the original films. Well, I mean, the intention of this was to be a war movie. Yeah. 
And to an extent, this is the movie that focuses more on the rebellion and the war at hand, more so than the Jedi. Alan Tudyk. <laughs> and then Isn't another the planet. The Boom! Or the eighth? I can't like it's. <laughs> you okay, know what? I don't think cleared a lot of this up. A crawl. You know what, y'all? You know what? Another edit. <laughs> I don't think Yavin Four needed an introduction once you saw the temple. You didn't need an introduction. Okay, so you had Yavin Four, uh, Wobani, Edu, Jedha, the uh, the first Wobani. Then the, that's like five different planets within the course of what five minutes. There's some sort of rebels. And they all had title cards. Did we like the fact that they help, or did they just make it more jarring? The fact that there were jump, more well, jumps. I don't think any title cards were really necessary. Yeah. Just like because every time they're at somewhere, they say the name of the planet like, like a million times. They say Jedha a million times. Yeah, they they say it in this. They well, say, I mean, some of the planets we didn't say. They don't say like Wobani. But okay, who um, needs to care? Right, who cares right. to know what Wobani is? Exactly. Like that's not necessary. Although, look, major props to the to Lucasfilm. They, this is essentially a recreated set of New Hope. It looks great. It does. It looks like they pretty much put it in. And I'm so glad preservation. for uh, Genevieve, who plays uh, Mon Mothma, she had she played in a Sith in a deleted scene, so she got her due. Now I have a question: Are the deleted scenes canon? No. No. Oh, that sucks. What? They're deleted. They often contradict the main film. I still want to know. There's one shot that I like in the deleted scene, which was uh, Yoda landing in Dagobah. Because it reminded you of the original films? Yes! (laughs) Nostalgia! I guess they have makeup in Star Wars. Because she's got mad eyeliner. <laughs> I'm surprised they allowed her to have eyeliner in the prison planet. <laughs> of all the things, that's what's concerning me right now. You could keep one thing. I gotta have my Mac. <laughs> I know. Gotta have my juicy couture. <laughs> Right now, there's a moment that's going to pop up where... Uh, they start selling eyeliner. No. Bail Organa pops up, and then oh, you hear yeah. the Force theme, and then it just happens, and then that's it. That okay. was That was kind of awkward. If it anything. was unbelievably awkward. And that's what people... When people have issues with the film, it's little things like that where I'm like, I'll give you that. Yeah, because that's one of the more ones where, okay, let's stop what's going on. Let's stop let's talking. Let's stop the film. You and know him. Yeah. yeah, yeah and he walks like, in. It it's, might, almost, it's almost like a, like an like an 80s sitcom opening where and then you'll see uh, Bail or Dinah in the title card. It would have meant more if he actually had something to say. Look, he just, he walks in. I know. He doesn't even say anything. And no one even addresses him. It may, maybe would have worked if the if the music didn't play like it was supposed to like mean something. Right, he just walks up and that's it's it. Just, oh, see, look, and it's like, are you gonna say something? No, <laughs> I'm just yeah, there. He just looks at him and that's it. <laughs> See, that, I mean, that's it. 
Yay, Organa's in the movie. Which, I mean, I, I, I'm i happy Jimmy Smith is back, and I like Organa. And I, I like his he, name. He should be in this movie. But Jimmy Smith. That moment was just a bit like... It didn't but really, with that scene, they should have bailed. <laughs> what I really like, though, is there were more layers added to the Rebel Alliance and how far they were willing to go to achieve victory. Uh-huh. Like the more murderous elements, how the mission was to kill uh, Galen, not rescue him. Well, one of the biggest things I've always had with Star Wars is that you don't, you never really see much of how like day-to-day life is mm-hmm. with the Empire. You get told a lot the Empire is bad, right. but you never see them being bad other than than to, like, your main characters. Yeah, like, you know? a, a perfect visual uh, representation of that is when they're on Jetta, and then you could see the giant uh, imper- yeah. Imperial uh, Star Destroyer over the over the city. I mean, that's freaking uh, evasive. Well, so you see, see they, they put occupation, you know, front and center. You see... You see these people like going about their lives, and their soldiers like and there's stormtroopers just going with everywhere. them. And... But then they vaporize these people, and then they they vaporize an entire city. Yeah, with just because just because they could yeah. for shits and giggles. Yeah, because they had the world's biggest lightsaber, and why the hell not? Um, <laughs> but and that's something you never, other than like maybe when they killed Aunt Beru, mm-hmm. uh, and um, that other Uncle Owen. Yeah. That's the only time you're like, oh, like they're they're a holes, but other than that, you don't really get a feel of how an everyday citizen on uh, in the Star Wars universe is feeling. You kind of get a feel of that with uh, Cloud with, City. No, oh. not Cloud in City. The in uh, in uh, Episode Four, with with all the uh, with all the um, stormtroopers. In Mos Eisley. I mean, well, to be, that's the only time you got a little brief little feeling Yeah, but of that. no one really gave a shit about Alderaan getting destroyed. Obi-Wan did. Obi-Wan did. <laughs> <laughs> he cared more than Leia. Leia, no! Alright, I'm over. <laughs> You're a little short for a stormtrooper. That's another new ship for the, uh, the movie. That is good. And I think that's why, because remember, what's George's criteria for new Star Wars films? New ships. New locations and new, new ships. New planets. And this this brought it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? To a certain extent, I agree with him. Because a big issue with mine with the episode 7 oh, yeah. is this is 30 years later. Right. And you have all the exact same ships. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine with it. Like, the this, Millennium the Falcon. The same ships with the paint job. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. I want to know what if Gitchino was given the appropriate time. No, he wasn't. It was what, four weeks? Six, six weeks. Six I want to know what it would have been like if he would have had a full schedule. Mm-hmm. I want to know what it, because the only thing that, the only thing, much like what you found problems with in uh, The Force Awakens score, yeah. the things that I found the most uh, problematic with in this movie was the only memorable parts of the of the score is the original themes that were used. I mean, you hear the um, Death Star theme, you hear uh, you hear the Imperial uh, March, you hear the you Force hear theme. Them, not the whole thing. Yeah, but you, you kind of hear it full blast in the... Um, in the end. In, uh, not just the end when after he uh, after he choked uh, Krennic. Krennic after Vader choked Krennic you get that little bit but you don't really hear and oh and you hear uh, you hear the um, Imperial blockade at the end yeah. but that's it 
you see like right here where um they're doing this whole interrogation scene yeah the scene when they first brought him to Jeddah, it should have just been been that been together yeah like you c- could have shown him like they leading him and then they cut to him yeah. beating him that that's what it should have been it would have really fixed Move the choppiness along, yeah like big time and also another thing relieve the boogaloo scene yeah that that was unnecessary it it, it went nowhere i feel they're like we spent a lot of money on this effect. <laughs> <laughs> we had our guys down here, like making it okay. for like months. I love uh, this that scene. is a gorgeous shot. Look at this, and that's CG, right? Yeah, but look at how see, I, I, Gareth like, Edwards. They should just have him do the effects, lead the effects team for every Star Wars film. Really well, actually, mean, maybe it's because who's the guy who pitched uh, Rogue One? I don't know his name, but I know he's one of the... He, but he was the lead effects guy on this film, and uh-huh. he's also the one who pitched it, so maybe he's like, I'm bringing it extra he, for my own film. Hey, Peter, even this effect coming up? I like 90% of it. I, you like the Tarkin effect. I love it. And I, I know that a lot of Star Wars fans are very this is this, l- but I love it. Look at this. Whoa, is that an episode of Rebels? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> no, I think it's good in shadows. I like how he stapled um, Orbit's gum on his uh, on his uh, outfit. I just, you know, I'm just surprised. The they... eyes, the eyes ruin it for me. Well, yeah, but that's. It, Look at how shiny he's it's, too glossy. It's growing point. It's growing pains. But the thing yeah. is, though, I think for the most part, it, it works. For I'm... the most, I, I'm going to be honest with you. The majority of the, I, like I saw this movie three times in theaters, mm-hmm. and the people with which I saw it with, I never let them know that was CGI. Mm-hmm. And then when, and there were people who, who like didn't know Star Wars. And then when I questioned them about it, they're like, oh, that was CGI. Yeah. I feel like the majority of people didn't notice it. I think it looks good enough. It's like, not perfect. By no, any means. hell no. But, but the, the problem with human CGI is right. if it's not perfect, it's shit. It's also the lighting of it. Yeah. One interesting thing, which may or may not be a big thing is Steven Stanton... Uh, said recently, who is a voice actor for all these uh, Star Wars characters. That I like that little bit. One thing to consider is the lighting in Rogue One and the lighting in A New Hope are very different. There's Coruscant. There's Coruscant. a Coruscant cameo. <laughs> this is like alluding to the, the past with Krennic and the Ursus. I want a Coruscant film. Um, that would be nice. I wanted to address something. What, did, what were you talking about before Peter uh, did the, the scenes? What? Before uh, Peter was talking about the Jedi scenes, about uh, removing one and saw. What was it you were, you were talking about before? It was talking about the music. Removing oh, yes, oh, the music. Uh, the music. Okay. I, I, you just heard. Uh, if, if you heard the the soundtrack uh, right. backing it, you just heard the Death Star theme. Remember the dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. That you hear that every time the the Death Star comes up. Because I wanted to address the music because I know that it's very very mixed. Yeah. I, I think the most out of any of us enjoyed it, but there's only maybe one or two things that are any memorable. The, the one thing that uh, I, I'm on, a, like the way that you felt about, I, I was telling uh, I was telling you, Peter, earlier, is that the way that you felt about the, the Force Awakens theme is the way I, I felt about the Rogue One soundtrack. But, uh, well, I have yet to be impressed with any new Star Wars films soundtrack so far. The Force Awakens is an amazing soundtrack. I, I, um, I'm not saying they're, I'm not saying they're terrible. Well, 
I'm not saying these soundtracks are terrible. I'm just saying I'm not okay. like overly. Right. It, to me, it's not living up to the Star Wars standard as far as no, music, can I, can I? including the prequels. No one among the three of us propped Giacchino to score a Star Wars movie more than I did. And I was disappointed with this. You overhyped. I did. It, it, Look at that. I love that shot. Anyway, continue. I think out of anything Star Wars, without question, this is the weakest score, the weakest soundtrack, and I put Kevin Kiner's work on Clone Wars and Rebels above Dude, this. He was amazing. Like the whole entire uh, Trials of the Dark Saber. The the Sabine theme. Yeah. Was amazing. Like, Kevin Kiner should do a Star Wars movie because he knows how to influx those Williams things. Once Williams uh, uh, passes the torch, it should go to Kiner. Well, maybe when, uh, what's his name? The Mr. Cowboy hat. Filoni. Filoni does a Star Wars film. His uh, Ahsoka slash Snoke film. (laughs) Because I have have popped, I, I did it. I figured it out. Ahsoka is Snoke. So okay, so um, you're no longer on the Ezra Bridger thing. Go see our Beauty and the Beast uh, podcast. I I cracked that thing wide open. The man. Twin Suns uh, portion of it, where Peter solves the Star Wars. I saw um, Star Wars. Anyway, um, I pitched this to uh to uh to Alexis here, Peter. Yes. What do you think of uh, an, of a Soka live action a mini series on Netflix? No. With Rosario Dawson and uh and uh Dave Filoni. No. No, why not? I, 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 am not, I'm not with the live action Star Wars series. Yeah, I'm not there. Yet. Television, I'm not there yet. Okay, this I could, I would have edited it. It is a cool effect though. Look at that. Look at those. This eyes. feels like hentai. Hey, they need to appeal to Japanese markets. We're gonna let the world know. I feel like I need to like exit these tabs. This is getting dirty. Oh. <laughs> On to Jeddah. That's such a look at how beautiful that looks. That's a good looking city. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's huge. It is huge. <laughs> One of the things to note about uh Chimwit, Ere, and Bays is that they were guardians of the wills of that particular Jedi temple that uh-huh. that the Empire is harvesting for crystals there. Which, um, if you if you're wondering what the wills are yep. in the history, you're, oh. you'll go back. That was horrible. I'm I, sorry. That was a horrible. Concern. I was in the theater watching it, and I'm like, really? That was completely unnecessary. Panda Baba and uh, Doctor Cornelius, the two characters that well, are there. Well, so- they have names. Yeah. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Everything has a name with a 70-page backstory. Um, my thing is... The Adventures of Salacious Crumb. Oh, my God. But anyway, going back... It's going to get its own comic book series pretty soon. But um, going back, um, the, the name Wills comes from the original title of, uh, of Star Wars, essentially. Mm-hmm. It was The Star Wars featuring the adventures of Luke Skywalker and the something of the Wills. Mm-hmm. Interesting thing is, uh, in Star Wars canon, the Wills are pretty much the priestesses you see in the Clone Wars that guide uh, Chosen Jedi to, to preserve their consciousness as first mm. ghosts. So, that's pretty much what they are. So you're saying that even though they're dead, 
They could be force ghosts. We could see them as force ghosts. If they were chosen to preserve their conscience, they're not Jedi. They're guardians. I know the chosen one! You said guardians could do that. But they're not wills. The guardians of the wills, not the wills. And they're not Not, Jedi. Wait, wait, wait. So there's wills, guardians, and Jedis? Yeah. Okay. They're different things. Okay. This is like, this is like... I thought wills was like a book. There, this is like extreme Christianity right here. You have like you have Protestant, you have Catholic, and these then are you... different layers that end up going back to Lucas's original uh, conception of this. Oh. One of the things that he says, <laughs> uh, what does he say? I am the Force. I am one with the Force, and, and the Force is with me. I think that was the Don original. Yen. May the Force be with you, and the original uh, concepts of Star Wars. Yeah, I'm one with the Force, and the Force with me. That's what it is. They did a Kyber Kyber crystals were originally uh, a Doris Lucas thing. I know. So was Star Wars. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, but like, like the whole (laughs) idea of it was that uh, there was a book called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. That was supposed to be the sequel. And that was the first official. Do you guys feel viewing of said? Uh, Right now, I love this scene we were about to see, Uh, but. Do you guys feel that sometimes this movie suffers from Suicide Squad dialoguing the narrative? Um, what he, what Cassian just said, the Garden of the Wills, or this, this, and that. No, I, I wouldn't say that. We're, I don't think it was that bad. bad. No, but, but some sort of I don't Rogue even think similar. No, nothing is similar to Suicide Squad. Explosions. That is a really great action scene. And look at that face mask on the the little guy. Mm-hmm. That looks great. I mean, really, this has a lot of the core components of Star Wars that make these really interesting alien designs. And it just works. Oh, shut up. I know. Why is you know that? that little girl? She has her own backstory. Is that Ray? No, in the Rogue One uh, visual guide, she has her own story. Is that Ray's mother? Who's Ray's mother? That's what I need to know. <laughs> uh, she needs to take out her sticky thing. No, oh, and then he kills one of the rebels. And kills several, technically. Explosions! Why is it an ongoing pattern in this franchise that they accidentally or inadvertently verge onto some kind of racist stereotypes or insulting I things because I mean there's like this like my brother said this is ISIS when he saw the scene I told you it, it's meant to resemble like um uh ISIS I don't know about it. ISIS exact like well war. I mean, look at <laughs> war in the Middle East because <laughs> I mean you had the whole thing with what uh, Watto and the Jewish. Was, was the um, was the Wilhelm scream ever used in this movie? At some point, you think I just don't recall where exactly it was. Do you? Uh. Uh-uh. I thought I just heard it. I don't know. I love Star Wars explosions because, like, you don't just like, oh, you're dead. Like, you fly fifty feet and then you yeah. 
That's what. Right. That's the point you made. Yeah, the, you pointed that out in the New Hope podcast. Oh, did that happen there too? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. you were like they're so dramatic. Yeah, George, it's I so told dramatic. you to like fly or fall down. Or something oh, but shot. that was ridiculous. <laughs> you <laughs> knew that was <laughs> me. You know. See, that was a, that was a good joke because I really did think that was him the first time I saw that. Yeah. KTSO is a standout character. Oh, look it. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> but look at that. Look at how beautiful that looks. The explosion? Well, that as well. <laughs> it looks like downtown. I love just like, okay, let's just walk away. All right, let's go away. Show me your ID badges. Also, here's another K2SO iconic moment. Yes. These are prisoners. <laughs> I love that slap. I like how they're his prisoners, but they have guns on them. He sounds so offended. <laughs> How dare you? It's like they're asking for a search cavity. <laughs> I'm really glad they didn't make him a Jedi. Yeah. Because I love... I, the, the, one of the main things I love about this too is just seeing how regular people mm. interpret what the force is exactly. and how it connects to them it's not just Jedi and Sith there's a lot more out there I like yeah. this moment I like this action scene yeah, it's amazing because the entire I remember the first film the entire rebellion says may the force be with you mm -hmm. so it insinuates this is basically a religion that everyone has basically so it's sort of like if you were going to compare it to Christianity, you know, um, everyone sort of practices it, and then the Jedi are like the priests. I think most of the people that say, May the Force be with you are rebels. Not yeah, that's what I mean. Kenobi, but I think it makes sense because they were, I hate throwing it back to this, but Ahsoka, Kanan, and Ezra were part of the rebels from the beginning, and so, May the Force be with you, May the Force be with you, you know. They hear rebels it, has they to hear ruin it. everything. <laughs> like this right here, I got where, um, we'll see. What, oh, well, Ka what Cassian says. What does he say? Right now. When he asks. <laughs> oh, when he says that not anymore? No, no. That's a metal. He just sits on the dead body. <laughs> you know what? Wait, hold up. Oh, yeah. Wait for my call. Right there, is he a Jedi? Well, yeah. I'm just like, I know, but yeah, but... In this, Are you serious? No, 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 that no. Was, Oh, my God. The, all, that, all that waiting. For that? Is he a Jedi? Obviously, that's a question they would ask. They bag his head. That's pretty funny. That is funny. Like, are you serious? Are you kidding? What did he say? He did kill their men. I think the next best character after uh, K2SO was Don Yen's character. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> She's the daughter of Galen Urso. Bless you, Kyle. Grazie. Okay, what I was going to say is, uh -huh. I think it's, I know you're probably going to be against it, but I'm saying, 
I'm. I, I think it's more than a possibility that Cassian and K2SO are going to be on Rebels. And if they meet uh, Kanan and Ezra, and when he asks, is he a Jedi, then he would have met see, a Jedi. this is... Because people in this era don't know what I Jedi love, are. I love Filoni, but he always does that thing, well, with, well, technically... And I, Peter, I'm about Star done with Wars, his technicalities. Star- I'm about done with his technicalities. I'm going to tell you that Star right Wars now. Star Wars is a big technicality. You know that. Well, <laughs> I mean, seriously. obviously, yeah. Like, like how uh, don't go in space. Like how Ezra never called uh, Obi Wan Kenobi Obi Wan. Yeah, like oh, like, Obi Wan. Like, well, Ken- technically, he never Obi Wan Kenobi. I haven't heard that name in a long. But time. the insinuation was that he was away from being a Jedi mm-hmm. for many decades. And then here he is. You like, see, that's a what few years before. See, that's well, what happens. Snapping out his lightsaber. That's what happens with assuming it makes an ass out of you and me. Yeah, but it's insinuated by the film. You know what? I was surprised that was in Jefferson Starship. Look, I'm just saying. Look, if Cassian asked that question, I'm I, I'm fairly certain he's come across Kanan and Ezra's paths. That's just my guess. Because he is a not. fulcrum. In the show, they just rescued their second fulcrum. They need a new fulcrum. In the in the book. In the novelization of Rogue One, they reveal that Cassian is a fulcrum for the Rebellion, an undercover spy. Isn't that just like the code name? Yeah. For uh, Ahsoka spy. was a fulcrum. So they're Cal 007s? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to see K2SO interacting with Chopper? I would. What? I'm not evil. I care about continuity. And not BS technicalities. Okay, I really want to know this. At this point in the movie, are you feeling Jin and Cassian? Or are we like whatever on them at the moment? Um, I'm feeling Cassian. Jin, I feel she's never Felicity Jones. Yeah, she never really fully becomes her own. She she never. I feel she never fully goes past her bag of catchphrases. I know, I'll put it that and way. She's are built on her. And she's the yeah. heroine of the movie, is she not? Yeah. That's but, kind of, I mean... She's the biggest face on the poster. The thing is, though, I thought I was <laughs> I thought I was going to love her, and then I thought Cassian was going to be a giant bag of nothing. Maybe, yeah. And he turned out to be uh, really interesting to yeah. me. And she, um, not so much. She isn't bad, but I just feel she, she never really goes past those bag of uh, sayings and one-liners. Do you think that hair was CGI? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I hope it was. The question isn't that it's CGI. It's is it canon? I think this scene is really good with uh, with Felicity and um and, and Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Oh my god. I mean, I think this scene really shows that. There are remnants of Saw there, but he's really losing it. Yeah. I mean, he was looking out for Jin's interest in the end, really, when this is revealed. But he's really just... The cause is beginning to derange him. But he goes out like a bitch. Are you here to kill me? really over the top it's funny though. it is but I mean it captures the madness <laughs> it captures the madness yeah you will find thing, the truth this whole thing with the air thing has uh, he doesn't have that in Rebels 
Yeah, well, I, I assume so. They're gonna they're gonna address that, I'm sure, in the future. How I, nice. well, they don't need to address everything on Rebels, Alexis. He lost both his legs. Okay, and, and now in a you know the the only get thing, over it is Star Wars. Everyone the only thing that I don't like about about it about uh, about all this Star Wars information coming out is the fact that it leaves little to the imagination. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to explain everything. I disagree. Like, I, I, the, I, the great thing about Star Wars is how how little was explained. You just saw what you needed to see. But now everything is spoon fed. Oh, yeah, you want to so. know how RC three PO got his red arm? Here's a comic miniseries on how he got his red arm. I'm not going to defend that. Okay, but if it happened on Rebels, you would. You may yeah, not have noticed yeah. it. If they had an entire <laughs> episode of Rebels about how C-3PO got his red arm, you would defend it to your death. Yeah. Okay, just so you, just so we uh, we put it on the table, you're a biased bitch. That's all. It's on record now. It's on record. Forever. I'm just saying, look, I don't have a problem with this. I, I feel that Star Wars is infinite and there'll never be an end to it. There's really no stone that needs to be left unturned. I feel that it becomes stupid. Okay, so, I mean, does, did this whole movie really need to happen? No, not at all. See? Yeah, but even the stuff... I like the fact that they don't explain everything necessarily. They, the visuals with this Death Star are great. They are beautiful. But I'm saying, like, with Rogue One... They, they, they don't explain everything with Krennic and how he's with that. I, they have a book if you want it, but in the mm-hmm. film, they just drop you in and right. you know what you need to know for the story. That's the kind of storytelling I'm talking about. You know? I love the little thing where Krennic says, you know, I would have... Right there, it looks bad. <laughs> I would have hoped that uh, the Emperor and Lord Vader would have been here for such an occasion. Mm-hmm. I mean, the testing of the station that took 20 years to get operational... When when did they start? But you know what? I'm okay, f- I can tell you now. Right, okay. That answer. When did they start the second Death Star? The second one? Yes. I don't know about that. Because that was done in like three years. My assumption is it was being constructed as this one was being constructed because here's they never addressed it though. I well, don't know. Of course they're not. But here's the the Death Star. This one began construction before the end of the Clone War. Yes. Before well, we, the end of the Clone we War. We did see Revenge of the Sith, in which yeah. they had already started. But the started. reason why is that Krennic uh, had negotiated with Poggle. Because it turns out in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. in that second battle of Geonosis, uh, Geonosis, the Republic captured the Death Star plans that Poggle had given to Dooku. So Palpatine kept that under wraps, even though he already had it. But the thing is, Krennic uh, negotiated with Poggle to get his people, the Geonosians, to be the labor, the workforce, to create uh, the battle station on Geonosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, this was before eventually he escaped, where he ends up being in Sith, where he's murdered by Vader. In hold on, hold room. on, hold on, hold on, though. They talk about, in Rebels, mm-hmm. how they were working on it, because I, right. I haven't seen it yet, but there's an episode with Saul, right. where they're like, they had just recently been working on the Death Star there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In episode 3, the Death Star is being constructed in space. Hold on, at here's the a, end of the film. Hold on, here's a genuine yes. good moment with... Uh, with uh, it's over Geonosis. Jin. Not in space. It's happening in space. In, in Sith. No, no, no. It's constructed in space, but it's over Geonosis at the end of episode 3. Is it? Yeah. I, I was under the assumption it was being done... 
Um, I think all we are, but Hidalgo, everybody confirmed that that was being constructed. That was over Geonosis. Okay. You like this scene? Yeah. Why? I think this is a great scene. Because, because she's conveying every emotion. That is the most emotion I get from her character in this entire movie. Oh. And, I mean, this scene did explain everybody's, like, gripe about how the Death Star was blown up so easily. You'd love Uptown Girl. Uptown Girl. Living in to be honest with you, that's one of the world. things I didn't need answered. I mean, the Empire what? are such idiots. About the, the flaw in the Death Star, about... How oh no, yeah, I, d- I didn't need that. But what I did need is the timeline for that second Death Star. Mm-hmm. Because... Okay, here's what happens. In Geonosis, Rebels, when they visit Geonosis, there are yes. three prototypes that were left abandoned. My assumption is, I can't confirm this, but my assumption is that that Death Star, that second one, was being constructed around the same time that this was finished, but we should make it clear. The Death Star did not take 20 years to construct. They did that in half the time. What took a long time was to get it to work. Oh, okay, because because of, uh, what's his name? Galen Urso and the Galen Crystals. Galen and the Crystals. So they started making it before they even knew if it would work? Yeah. That's some, well, I mean, <laughs> that's some that's, really stupid shit. Yeah. But then again, wall. <laughs> That's all I'll Look say. Look at that, that, when the deaths are coming up the moon. Oh, no, the visuals are beautiful. The sun. Right here. This whole sequence Here comes the sun. <laughs> do do Oh, my God. <laughs> Gosh dang it, Peter. Oh, God, it hurt. <laughs> That little baby girl was dead. <laughs> You're good out there with the sun. What about that just made him say, I don't want to run to the ship. I'm good. <laughs> like, I think he's just done. I love the lightning. Okay. That, that looks amazing. It, well, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as the explosion is because going. The, the, the it's like an, a volcanic, right, like, right. G- giant, like... I mean, that just incredible. shows how Mother Nature is destroyed by mechanical interference. <clears throat> also, another technicality in this movie. Yes. All planets are destroyed, but they're never completely decimated. Yeah, that is another. Yeah, that is a technicality because in the in the first Star Wars or um, A New Hope, they say this is our first testing, official testing mm-hmm. of the Death Star to blow. Wait. So here they're like, also here's we, an- we, we need to use the Death Star. Also here's another technicality. But... Here's <laughs> another technicality. City. Yeah. <laughs> when it says uh, the first official uh, testing, it's the first official testing on oh. record too yeah. because. They went in uh, right. episode four. Right. Episode four, they announced that they that the empire has taken full control of the senate. No, the senate disbanded. The, I mean, the, the they disbanded, disbanded the senate. Right. Yeah. yeah so that would mean that it's the first time that the Death Star is going to work on record. Right. Yeah. They don't have to report to anybody. That's it. I mean, and to their credit, it's like you destroy a planet, you destroy a city, tomato, tomato. I mean, it's. it's I mean, see, that's it, but it works. I think. I mean, I, it doesn't bother me. It works well enough. It, yeah. it works enough to where I don't say bullshit. But it still, it always rides <laughs> that line. Disney Star Wars always rides that line. Is Midichlorians your number one of Star Wars bullshit? 
No, you midichlorian. Oh, oh, well, yeah, obviously. But I'm yeah. saying like God. it's beautiful. Gosh, he's <laughs> <laughs> really great. The I don't know who's Who, that Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah, he's great. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I'm totally fine with them never bringing up. That's one thing where they can contradict the hell out of midichlorians. Never touch that again. But see, but then you have people like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Filoni? Filoni, who's like, no, I gotta make it all work. It's a giant puzzle piece. I mean, but he makes it work. But again, he, he uses some major technicalities to make uh, it work. I wouldn't say He that. rides that line, man. He rides it. Because you know why? Because guess to. Because guess You, you, have have to, you absolutely have to. I oh, understand. Peter, to. Peter, you gotta understand this. Uh-huh. You know who was his teacher before? Mr. Lucas. Mr. Lucas. And that is why you get all these technicality bullshits. But I mean, I... I, I will know. finish what you started. <laughs> like right here. He's just like... Bring it, bro. <laughs> Literally. You a rock? I'll fight a rock. <laughs> oh, I think he lost. Um, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, we don't know. We never saw it. You know... There should be a technicality. Star Wars, that technicality, he was actually knocked into a bunker and he was dead. Oh, the same way that in an alternate ending, Krennic survived that thing on Scarab. Yeah. And they they recovered his body from the ashes. I mean, how do you survive that? Or talk about the alternate, that ultimate uh, cop-out where Anakin didn't really die. They put him in the... I'm kidding. I was talking about episode three. Look at that that right there. Look at this. That's... And I love how it pans up uh-huh. to to almost touch the Death Star. Right, right. Like that's incredible. Like visually, it's a stunning film. It's just uh, characters were slightly weak for me overall. I think Gareth is a terrific uh, visual director. Yeah, right there looks bad. Really? The eyes. I can't look at the eyes. Look at the eyes. Okay, let me see. I like how all these guys are just like, we ain't saying shit. Billion. The actor actually looks a lot like him. I think they could have gotten away with makeup. I don't like recasting. Well, it's still recast. That's some serious baloney bullshit. (laughs) See that? (laughs) Technicality. Okay. He still acted it, and he still—that's still still his voice. Like, (laughs) but it's cooler this way. You you have to admit that the technology is pretty incredible. How far they've come with it. But I feel like you. He looks so much like him, and he has such similar bone if structure. This is a, I saw behind the scenes. If this is a stepping they stone, away with old if, age makeup. If this is a stepping stone into a, oh, this is the first step into a larger world. Then I, you know, I think that it, uh, it's a good first step. How would you feel about that with Leia in Episode Nine if they recast her? No, that would be because no, dude, she's different. fucking huge. That's different. That's way different. I'm sorry. That's but queen. He ain't, he ain't no Leia. People are proponing that or like supporting that. Like who's, su- who's supporting that? You know, the well, Filoni supporters. The Filoni. <laughs> oh, the Filoni. No, why? No, no, no. I don't it get. Just doesn't okay. work. If it doesn't the argument, if the argument, Harloff is an idiot. He is, but I wouldn't go that far. But it just, it doesn't work. His predictions are idiotic. That's what I'll say. I will say they're they they they're not idiotic, but they hardly ever come true. They never come true. 
Yeah. <laughs> One thing I'll say, look, if your argument is, I don't want Leia to be recreated because it'll be too jarring. How would recasting be any different than making? I I think I, I will agree with you. Recasting is worse as far as jarring. This is Leia, not just like some bystander character. Yeah, because I'm never gonna. I don't care who you cast. Uh, you get the greatest actress in the world. Get some great makeup. I, I'm not gonna see Leia. Even and even though if you if you do CGI, it may look may fake look like and take me. Let's put it this way: if it looks fake, it'll take me out of it about fifty percent of the time. The other fifty percent, I'm like, oh my god, that's Leia. Um, you do you do it with recasting, it takes me out of it a hundred percent of the time, because I will never feel it's Leia because that is not Carrie Fisher. It's it's no, it's not gonna work. And I know the main argument is like the whole well they're recasting what's his name is Han and da 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 da. To which I say, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that either. Yeah. Sorry. That's one thing I'll say. I I still need to like. I, that's one thing I, I I don't necessarily like like subscribe to getting a, a different live action version of Han, the Harrison Ford. I'm not cool. And they confirmed that Han Solo is going to take place six or seven years before New Hope. Oh, I thought it was going to take place over the span of six or seven years. No, the span of two or three years. Oh, two or three. Oh, so that's but that's takes... also very different for a Star Wars film mm-hmm. though. Because usually, it, it's all in real time. You know, even with Rogue One, right. everything happens in real time. Like, do-do-do-do-do, over the span of a few days or whatever. Um, or weeks. But it's, it's if it's going over two to three years, that's a, that's a mighty big time jump in for a Star Wars film. The only thing I'm interested to see is uh, Childish Gambino is Lando. <laughs> Cause I was I always liked Lando more than Han anyway. I mean, Nothing's Clark, better Woody than a Colt forty five. Come on, Woody Harrelson always brings it. Oh, oh yeah, Woody Harrelson. I was like, what are you saying? And then yeah, no. Overall, I I guarantee you it's gonna be a good film, especially because of the directors. Um, Lawrence Kasdan is writing the script. Yeah, well, all I'm saying is he wrote the bet, arguably the best uh, Star Wars movie to date. He wrote Empire and Jedi and Force Awakens, right? Yeah, um, but the thing is, the the directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they take shit that I'm like, where you absolutely say that's bullshit, don't do it. And they make it work. And then they make it work. So, maybe they can make it work this time, but after this, I don't want no freaking Leia, you solo film. I don't want no solo film. I don't even want a Boba Fett solo film. No. I, I'd rather have a, bount- a bounty hunter film would be great. He's a guy looking for validity. Oh, what's his name? Edu. And then this is inspired. That little moment. That little planet. That little moment of the score I actually liked. And see, right there, I don't even think you needed to know that it was Edu. Yeah. Because again, they say it many times. They're like, send all forces to Edu. So for me, yeah, but really, like sort of. They kind of treated the audience like. Stupid. When when they land on uh, Mustafar, I didn't even notice that they didn't have a title card. Yeah, I, I, you are. It, I didn't. It was completely unnecessary. I think they could have done that for the entire thing. Yeah. But again, who who gives a shit? That's such a small thing. Right. 
But I, it, I mean, if anything, it serves as a, yet another way to differentiate mm-hmm. from the episodic films. But this doesn't really need to be necessary. So they're gonna do that for the for the solo movie. Not necessarily. They could, but. See, I think I, I like the actor and I like what's going on with the Bodhi, but you just have so little of him in the film. Yeah, I want more of him because Riz Ahmed is a great actor. Yeah, he's a great actor, and and I think that's the reason why Rogue One works for me is even when you have very underwritten characters, they they got actors that bring it. Yeah. So they can turn very little into something. Look, and, and look. You have Felicity Jones. You have uh, Daniel Diego Luna, mm-hmm. uh, Riz Ahmed, uh, Donnie Yen, uh, Alan Tudyk. That they they make those characters. They whatever little bit of screen time they get, they they cherish it. They use it. It just wouldn't work the same if there weren't mm-hmm. the caliber of these actors. Yes. <laughs> Bodhi. And that's I like him because that's the only name that I can remember besides Bodhi and Jin or so. Cassian. Cassian, yeah. K2SO, but the rest is like Chinwit Bays. Chinwit. I know. I know. Don't even try to <laughs> no. go that one. No. Even Bays is a little weird. I know. Like Bays. What's bays. The, uh, All my Bays. It's all hard. my Bays. <laughs> I mean, it's hard with these like, characters are all introduced throughout the same time span and the, it's only in one movie. But I mean. Star Wars is known for having silly, easy names. Finn, Ray, Finn, po. Ray, Poe. Even the original Leia, Han, Luke, yeah. um, Anakin. Dude, Luke. And then, yeah, he does look like a killer. I love that line. <laughs> no, but I mean, it seems and then, I... but then, even like something to go to your uh, precious baby, the Clone Wars. <laughs> they have a character named Savage Opress. You know who's his cousin, Corella Deville? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, Do they have weirder names like Morallo Evol or uh, yeah. Lieber Gascon? But it's like some of them is like you weren't even trying. <laughs> Saucy Tin. Kid is that Fisto. a name? Yeah, Kiani Mundi. Kid Fisto is just that's <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's that's one way I'll put it. Masaneda. Do you even know who that is? I think that's Spanish. <laughs> a type of dish. No, Masa, the Masaneda. Spe- the speaker of the same. The blue huh? guy. The blue? Oh. The yeah, he always looked like some evil demon next to, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? The Emperor. Palpatine. Palpatine. He knew of uh, Palpatine's identity. Oh, well, I assume that. He, yeah. he always looked like an ass. Like, he was just like, <laughs> I don't know. He was like his Boba Fett. He's like square up before uh, my Mexican dish over here gets you. <laughs> I don't know. Mon Mothma. We have to build a Death Star. Asajj Ventress. I mean, Ahsoka Oh, especially Tano. that one. Ahsoka's alright. I think Ahsoka's a good name. Ahsoka Tano. I Size Noodles? That's... <laughs> Kyle's favorite character. Someone, someone's kid came up with that one. Salacious Crumb. Or Bib Fortuna, the guy, uh, the... What's it called? The Twi'lek in Jabba's Palace. The guy with the testicle head, forehead. Oh my god. Yeah. Or Admiral Rex. Like in For- like, dude, Force Awakens. Their names are memorable. Yeah. yeah. Ray. Well, in general, the characters in Force Awakens Poe, far exceed what Rogue One gave us. Dude, um, it's no competition. 
Yeah, well, in likability, I would say, in yeah. personality. But some some of these characters, I think, have more going on. You just don't get to see it as much. Yeah. Like Cassian. I, I love what they do with Cassian. Like, right here, he's like, I gotta kill him. And then Bodhi's just kind of like, I don't know what's going on, guys. Just get me out of here. <laughs> we gotta get the plans. And apparently that's a kyber crystal at the top of his staff. Is it? Yes. Apparently. Which is pretty cool. By the way, um, uh, always good to see Mads Mikkelsen um, in anything. Hannibal. Yeah. But I think uh, his uh, brother, Lars, got the better end of the deal in the Star Wars universe. Probably, yes. Grand Admiral Thrawn is a big name. Don't you mean the Russian president? <laughs> Victor Petros. Yes, Petros. <laughs> Wait, what? His brother? Lars Mikkelsen is the voice of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, yeah. Of Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. It's are, you, are you shitting me? I'm not. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, my God. It's all connected <laughs> in the great circle of life. The more you know. And by the way, the recent finale of Rebels made me really love Thrawn's character. I'm just... Was that season three? Yeah. Okay. That was you need the to see it. That was the most development we got throughout his whole character. Because yeah. he's, be he's been pretty much, other than that Hera arc... He's no, no, but every episode he's in was building toward that episode. That's why people were complaining he, he always let them get away. That's his character. Do you think uh, he survives... Um, he's Snoke. We'll have to discuss that when you see it. Okay. Okay. Hey. There's a prophecy. Uh, oh wow. Hey. <laughs> he's Thrawn. Oh my. He's God. A, he's, a, he's, a, he's Snoke. Thrawn is Snoke. I mean, you know how Filoni is with his characters. Yeah, oh, that's with, with, with Maul. Thrawn is not his character. But then it was Maul. Yeah, that's true. How? Wait, how come all these scientists are bald? They're not bald. Look at them. It's wet outside. Oh. They're, you're gonna see them get murdered right now. Spoiler alert! But uh, <laughs> oh, like I said, it balls. Like, look, like, look it. Okay. Like I said in my After Dark Power Rangers review, if you're expecting no spoilers, fuck you. Whoa! You don't need to get that violent. And their jumpsuits are terrible. Eighties. Yeah. I would at least try and run at that point. See, see, like, he sees he defends them, and he's like, shit, I can't kill him. That is a sick cape. How come good guys don't get capes? That's an issue. They get robes. Nah. Uh, I want a cape. Uh, Organa had a cape in the movie. Yeah. Hey, But then he got Lando. exploded. Lando. Lando, yep. Lando. That's another reason to love Lando. He has a cape. He gets the ladies and the cape. Nothing like a good Colt 45. He's like the Batman. The Death More like Two Face. I love the design. Oh yeah, like, they're great. See, all the des like the, the the great new vehicles, the great new designs, mm -hmm. uh, the incredible graphics. I feel like they did more to change it up in Rogue One than they did in, in Force Awakens. In the Force yeah. Awakens. Which, Without question, that's that's <laughs> that's an issue that I do have with the Force Awakens. Classic Stormtrooper. I, I agree with you on that. Okay. I hope they do more to make up for that in Episode Eight because I really do. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Um, 
Yeah, I guess it's it's another technicality that we got the name the names of the planets on the screen, but I can name more planets in Rogue One than I can from the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens planets weren't weren't that unique. No, they, they were kind of like okay, you have a snow planet, you have a desert planet, and you have the uh, snow planet was the circular base. Well, that goes with the whole thing of I I, I still see it as like greatest hits. Right. Uh, Jakku, not Tatooine. Yeah, uh, not Hoth, um, Star Killer. Takodana, the Maskinatus. I, I can't pronounce that name. I just I, I can't either. See, that's another one with it the name. It wasn't names. even mentioned the name of the planet. Who? I think it maybe it was once. By but Han. here you have Jeddah, which is very, and then Scarif. I think Scarif is the best. And then the Arlenian, the Arlenian system. Arlenian system, which was the base of which was yeah. Yavin two point basically. <laughs> I mean, there it, there it is again. It was Yavin two point but I think out of the, the interior shots of uh, yeah. it looked very Yavin-esque. But out of all the new planets we've gotten in the past two Star Wars movies, I think Scarif is the most visually aesthetically pleasing because it's a beach planet. That's something newish, mm-hmm. and we've gotten Scarif. They're going to Scarif. I love the name of that Scarif. That is a nice name. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm on a diplomatic mission from Alderaan. No, bitch, you're on Scarif. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a princess. Excuse me, princess. It was a nice touch that the rebels ended up killing Galen, not the Empire. Well, yeah. He did create the Death Star. <laughs> he put the flaw in there, though. I lo- you, you hate those helmets, honey. Me? Are those the helmets that you hate, or the rebel? Helmets? Oh, I think it was the rebel ones. Right. I was like, those are so ridiculous. I like them. Oh, the ones that were in the beginning of uh, of episode four. Yeah. Those freaking. It didn't help that every time they got shot, they flailed around. <laughs> they have freaking half domes on there. But just look at it. the action's amazing. Yep. Look at this. Well, I think for me in general... That's pretty badass. Look at that. He looked away. And he's blind. He didn't need to. The one scene that sticks out to me uh, that was memorable in The Force Awakens as far as action was... What? Was the first time that Rey and Finn used the Falcon. Yeah, that was a great little chase sequence. The other ones... the I'm sorry, but the Poe assault on Starkiller Base... Compared to what's going on with Kylo and Rey, isn't that captivating? And I, I kind of feel like it needs to be. Yeah. So, mm. So, Rogue One definitely takes the action. That one felt like they did it because they had to do it. Yeah, that's the one. So, it's like... But, uh, and, and then one thing But here, I do love the lightsaber fight. Yeah. Between um, Rey, Rey, Rey Kylo. and Kylo Ren. I think that's the best lightsaber fight since Jedi. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I always think it's funny when people complain... Right. Oh, he's uh, what's his name's a little bitch, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's, the that, point. that's what's the that's why it's so cool about. Like it. I'm like like he, like people complain like, oh, he's so good looking, you know, why does he wear the mask? I'm like, oh, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> why is he? You know, why is he so young? Why is he like all that? And I'm like this uh, again. That's the point. What is he color again? Uh, Stardust. 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 Which I'm I gotta pretty, see that movie. Oh, that is a good movie. But I was about to say, I'm pretty sure that's a drug in the Star Wars universe. So. 
The more you know. You know what? I'll drink to David Bowie. Yeah. Sure. To Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Papa. That is. A, I do like how she calls him Papa, because that's that's you don't hear that that often. That you're something. It's not like Dad or, um, I don't know. I am your father. Father. Papa. Father. <laughs> imagine. Papa. Imagine after he reveals it, he just says Papa. Papa. <laughs> Make that scene so anticlimactic. <laughs> they left Hannibal there. Look at that gun. That's amazing. Like NBC. I feel like these stormtroopers need to be better shots. <laughs> did uh okay, before I uh before I get into Hannibal, did did uh -huh. they did they leave it off well or is it No, oh, they they there's closure. There's closure. Okay. Good closure, I hope. It is about Hannibal. <laughs> I'll okay. put it that way. Um, it's an amazing series. And I think that's the show that really skyrocketed, um... Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. Really? It wasn't Casino Royale? No. I think he kind of dropped off for a little bit after yeah. Casino Royale. Like, what have you seen him in? It wasn't until he got to, he was uh... In, he was in, a Clash of Titans. Well. That's one thing, but it's not like Rogue One, Doctor Strange in one year. Like, yeah. That's a big like, year. No, no one was saying, hey... Mads Mickelson is in Clash of the Titans. Right. Let's go see now it. He's in something now it's like, oh, it's Mads Mickelson. That's awesome. Hey. They, yeah, they didn't really start saying that until later. I like the scene where he's just like. <laughs> I'm also, here's another good Cassian moment when he when he explains like, you know, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. I'm like, dude, that's freaking young. That's you know, to I mean, be like, involved with all that, all this shit. What does he mean by that, though? How old does he look to you in this movie? Late 20? So, Late 20? if he was 6, when would that be? Before or after Clone Wars? Clone Wars. Because if he was a Separatist, that wouldn't mean that he was involved in the Clone Wars? He's gotta be. he is a Separatist uh, from... Oh, he started out as a Separatist yeah. from the... Uh... Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So he never had a good thing with... Well, the stormtroopers or the clone. He? he says he's been in this fight since six years old. Where I'm saying what could have probably happened is like they blew up his family and then they they got him into some child army shit. Well, one of the things that was established in that catalyst thing is that a lot of the separatist uh, remnants ended up becoming part of the Rebel Alliance because they were kind of. And I think wait before that's before you pretty before, interesting. No, I actually think that's really interesting. But we have to distinguish because when people think separatists, they think Dooku, Grievous, they think the leadership, Newt Gunray. That was the corrupt leadership. But the people that were, that left the Republic were actually well, no. good people. Well, to be fair, Clone Wars doesn't do a good job of portraying that because every separatist you run into. Well, there, was that, there was douche. that one episode where you meet uh, that, that one, one episode. One. Yeah, but that technicalities. Was, technicalities. It was called Heroes on Both Sides, and the point of that episode was to establish that the people who control, well, who were in the Separatist Alliance, were people who split off in the Republic, including think, friends of Padme Amidala. I think they should have did a better job of portraying that in the Clone Wars. Okay. I think that's a mistake on on that on that show's part. 
I think you could have done several episodes or even arcs. Hold on, I love this part. I love this part. Why? Oh, it's because oh. it's that thing you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see how they don't even like mention it, and I'm cool with it. I, I love, love that, that castle. castle. Look at that. Look at that. That's some cheesy '80s like shit, and I love every second of it. And of course, it would be Mustafar. It makes so emo. Sense. Because um. This is the place where Jedi go to die. Remember Rebel Season 1 finale that they're over Mustafar. Oh my god! <laughs> and isn't there, um... I think I read somewhere where he has, like, a throne room underneath the castle, and, like, there's lava running through really? it. Really? Or I, I think they had, made, they had made concept art for that. Mm. I don't know if it was for this film. Dude, that would have been amazing. the original films, when they had planned to do right. a castle. I love how he has, like, his own, like, servants. You know he probably like has a missing arm or something from when <laughs> he got pissed off. I love how he. Oh, I love this right here. That looks amazing. Too. Yeah. See, I can't knock Rogue One too much. They they did a lot right. Yeah. By me as a stupid nerdy fan. What I know is that Darth Vader loves baths. I mean, they did a lot right, and arguably this movie was so dangerous in doing because you, you're right up to the original Star Wars. Yeah. So you, have, you have to make it fit. It's a bit of a gamble. I Wait, this shot right here. Look at that. Like the shadow on that the... Reminds me, that kind of reminds me of Raiders of the Lost Ark when he first steps into Marion Ravenwood's bar. Oh, yeah. And you see the silhouette of the hat. Or the shadow attack of the clones where Annie is talking to Padme and her shadow is reflected on the homestead. Is that canon? Homestead. No, or the, the shadow. shadow in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when he, they first get him out of the trunk and his shadow is across the car. What do you think of Darth Vader's strut? He's a pimp. An OG yeah, pimp. I like the red they're, eyes. They're your red eyes, Kyle. They're your red eyes. <laughs> the, the, the neck does look weird. No, but it's supposed to be the, the exact same thing you see in A New Hope. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, like yeah, it, you it, have to. You have to. Yeah, because like like the things that I notice about the helmet is that you know if you put it like symmetrically, like one part is a little off. Like the if you look right here on our our uh, our left, um, the left side is slightly higher than the than the one on the on the right, and you know it's just uh it's just really cool on how on the helmet, on the helmet, you know just a little detail like that making it look, uh. Not yeah, symmetrical and just making it look a little imperfect. Right, but instantly you you see that and you think a new hope. Yeah. The whole layout of that costume. Look at where they're meeting though. Like that's a real power play by Darth Vader right there. You wait for me in the center of a goddamn volcano. <laughs> no, Kyle, shut up. Don't. What? Shut up. I because I know you. Why? Yes. You know what, Peter? <laughs> you know what? I have something to tell you. No, shut up. I, I know you're waiting for it. You don't need to. Life Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, Peter. <laughs> dun, dun, okay, that's uh, interesting. Uh, so he says not to choke on your aspirations, director, not crack. Boy, how is it okay? Because, because he always has crack. I don't know what is interesting. In that. It's interesting because it's a line that's being misinterpreted. This is a oh, one thing about um, Vader. You can definitely tell uh, James Earl Jones's age. 
Yeah. 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 In the, in the voice, yeah. He even sounds aged in um in, in Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. They probably recorded around the same time. Like you're in the booth, might as well. I love his stash. Yeah. Is is that Blue Leader? I don't know, but it's still seventies. I think that's Blue Leader. I love his seventies. I love when I love the seventies because for me, Cassian entirely. For me, like Star that. Wars is very. It, you need to have that seventies feel, especially like, that for era. it to feel seventies. Yeah. Because it's very. I love it being a product of that time. Mm-hmm. So and then there's your one black person to kind of fit the mood of the seventies. Well, you need at least one. That's General Dodana. You see in A New Hope, and also the guy who Thomas. fucked up Leia's name. Yeah, Princess Leia. That's the guy. Who? Well, who is the black lady? What does she lead? Is she just a faction of it? Because you never see her again. Well, you don't see half of these people. Yeah, again. you never see them. Is that like the council or whatever? Yeah. Because they always. Because I remember the original. They would always talk about a council, and they never. Really... It has to be. Jetta. The belly, it's all built on her. She could be the one. <laughs> the one to bring the, the, one to bring the plants. <laughs> Beating the beast. Don't tell your friends. But speaking of the way, you know they didn't have much diversity in the original original films uh what's up with lando not being in the new films i don't get that they don't even ask him he's still around he's doing great what happened i'm like, really dude, disappointed that's it that's that like a big middle finger to like uh yeah. Billy williams they pretty I'm much sorry. Just, they cast him aside you could he could have he, he could have been in episode 8 i Cause and then like they let him know about like his friend and it's like oh man like you he's probably running some like I I don't know he's he's probably running some other town or whatever like he's a mayor somewhere probably mm-hmm. I think that would have been great or a district attorney I already knew I knew, I, I knew it coming. oh my God. that was <sighs> I I need. Next time, I'm 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 gonna bring a whiteboard and I'm gonna start writing down what you're gonna say before you say it, yeah. and then I'm gonna show it to you right after you say it. <laughs> Who are those guys? Some sort of are they some suicide squad? are I mean, in all fairness, this movie was the real suicide. Squad. It was the real suicide squad. Talk about diversity. Where's my alien diversity? One alien. One uh, interesting thing. Um, Am I right? <laughs> they were uh, Gareth Edwards was originally going to use uh, Admiral Akbar in that scene, uh-huh. but since JJ already used him for the Force Awakens, they didn't want to repeat it, so they created a new character. With oh, Admiral, I'm glad. With Admiral Radis, and that's a really good character. That's cool, especially since he dies. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Stephen Stanton did the voice for uh, what's his name? Uh, Admiral Radis. He was never approached to do the voice for um, Tarkin. Which that, he's that, okay with. that makes me disappointed. I mean, I just kind of feel I mean, he does the voice. He's been doing the voice of Tarkin since uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. He does a great Tarkin. Although it's a, it's, I, I it's love, a live action thing. I love, I love the voice. Of no, that's true. It's, it's, it's not a downgrade at all. I no, I thought it was great. Like, in the theater, like, I was like, was that Stanton? Because that was a really spot on with Tarkin, so... 
Either way, I'm fine with it. See, this is a good speech. Mm-hmm. But then they do like two more, and it's like, eh, let's pull it back, guys. <laughs> and they're like, let's do this. Cassian said I had to. Yeah, also, it may just be because K2 is a droid, mm-hmm. but that's a motion capture character that worked better than Kanata and Snoke. Because people were bitching and moaning about Kanata and Snoke. The motion capture characters, it I works think here for two. Overall, the CG is not the best in, in Force Awakens. Awakens. Is that I don't because know they use too much practical? I don't think so, because here has a shit ton of practical and also a shit ton of uh, CG. What happened? And, it, and yeah, I think it blends beautifully. But as far as motion here. capture is concerned, it's <sighs> even slightly still with uh, yeah. with Snoke. It was kind of hit and miss. I say, yeah, I think with Kanata as well. Yeah. Some sort of like, honestly, if I'm being honest, one. I have more of an issue uh-huh. uh, those scenes with Kanata. Than I do with Tarkin. Really? Yeah. I think it's easier for people to forgive that because it's an alien and we don't know what an alien is supposed to look like. It's the same thing I'm telling you. With a human, it's either 100% or nothing. Say something. Dick butt. Is, is this like a, a reoccurring thing in movies now where they have to... like? They have to say the title. It, it's, it's getting annoying. Roll uh, credits. <laughs> here we go. Like, Cinema sins. How do you think Spider-Man's going to work that in? Oh, God. I'm Spider-Man. Homecoming is next week. <laughs> like, how, how does that work? It's a very hard thing to work in. What are you guys? We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2. I did love the way they did it in Guardians of the Galaxy. That it worked. Really, you said it yourself, yeah. bitch. We're the Guardians. But I think that's when it began becoming a trend. Like, like this. also this right here, oh, this yeah. connective tissue, I think works really well. Yeah. Really, really well. The Jedi. But see right there, it's a secret. You can yeah. tell it is a secret. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why Mothma... Yeah, the only reason Wait, why... wait, wait, wait. Leia! Uh, that oh trust God. was ill-found. Yeah, it was <laughs> ill-found. She died. He shouldn't have trusted her. Yeah. Oh, they both died. Obi-Wan? What do you mean? Who knew they both died? Jimmy Smith oh. and uh, Leia. Uh, um, here's the thing. Well, you may not have noticed it, but your brain. That that <laughs> at that particular point, like the rebellion is so. Oh my god! Did did we miss the part when they they said General Sandula's name on the intercom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At that point, Mothma's you were busy like, yapping. Yeah. At that point, Mothma's like, okay, we're at the point where this is make or break. At this point, let's just bring him in. We need him at this point. Well, because at that point, they officially decided. To come out in the open, because yeah. before that, remember they were still trying to be senators and diplomatic. Well, stuff. Mothma actually already. She already. Oh, Sherry. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, Re- not, I'm not with. Okay. Then you see the Rebels. Wait, wait, wait. Because yeah, in Rebels, uh, she she stowed away, and the and the Empire discovered her as uh, knowing that she was like some sort of secret uh, secret sanction, yeah. and then uh, she flat out put out like a like a live feed to everybody around the galaxy like saying look i'm on mothma and the empire is fucked Wait. up join my cause there's two corrections on that 
Number one, she gave two speeches. The first one was from the Senate. Oh my god. I she, love the. I like how she's like kind of praying. Right. She addresses the Senate. Like, and she pretty much calls Palpatine a tyrant and responsible for all these deaths. And then um, she leaves. Mm-hmm. And then she. I don't think she broadcasts to the galaxy. I think she broadcasts to rebel cells, saying that she has renounced her status as a as a senator and she's pledging herself. Luke, ah, uh, dude, I love that little thing. The seeing all the Tie Fighters within that docking bay. I mean, look at look at that CGI. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so. Beautiful. So yeah, Mothma at this point was already gone from the center. What went for visual effects this year? Oh, the Jungle Book. Book. I I can understand that. Okay. But if, it wasn't, but if it wasn't, it should have been yes. Rogue One. I'm sorry, it just it, it had to have been. Look at that. That Scarif. That looks like the uh, Super Bowl um, statue. <laughs> I was gonna say something. I forgot what I was gonna say. Because then you started know. yapping about Mon Mothma. Oh no, now I remember. Um, and now we have Ezra that knows Obi Wan's alive. So we that, that out there. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Does he know? Or does she know Mon Mothma because of Ezra, or because Jimmy Smith's let her in on it and said and had told her? Like, I think I would I would put money on it being Organa. I I would too. But I think that remains to be seen. Yeah. But Filoni was like, okay, Ezra is not going to tell anybody because he knows that he's there for. Uh, he doesn't know why he's there. You'll see the episode. Mm-hmm. But I think it's inferred that Ezra knows better at this point to not say that he's there. Yeah. And Ezra needs to die. Yeah. No. For episode four. No, because he's Snoke. But then, no, but now, supposed to but be now Snoke. I want Ahsoka to be Snoke. Maybe next week I want him to be Snoke. Did we get a chance to watch that season? Tell me what you think. It just depends on is, your mood. Is it going to be on Netflix? No. Ah. Uh, the last two weren't. So. Oh yeah, that's what Rebels. Up? I thought they have a whole thing with uh, Disney and Netflix. Yeah. Mm, just Clone Wars. Uh. See, right here, this other speech. Yes. Eh, it's like, okay, we're pushing it now. You get it, but it's like, yeah. You were saying, Kyle? I thought, um, Clone Wars was supposed to be pulled off it from wasn't, Netflix. It, it, people made a big deal out of it. it. It's not. Who cares? You got, like, three seasons that you bought twice. You're good on Rebels. I, no, I mean, uh, I mean yeah, I'm not, Clone Wars, Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. That's beautiful. Looks like a real beach. Beach. Are you gonna find a way to see, or are you just gonna wait until whenever it becomes available? Um, because there are a lot of Rogue One connections in that season. Oh, I assume so. I don't know. Maybe when it comes out on Blu-ray. What did you think of Rebels? Comment below. Let me know. And as always, we like we see your No, anyways, more, uh, this is what's see. weird to me. I hope he does. Is that they go in with two stormtroopers and this dude, and then the one with the nunchucks, and then they walk out with the robot, uh, uh, the dude, <laughs> and the nunchucks. And they well, have I mean, to it, realize. It's an imperial vessel. Okay. It's an you know Imperial what? Vessel and Imperial Droid. Right. I think the bigger issue is uh, they come out... The officer that comes out is uh, Hispanic. Yeah, and like the completely Empire different. And white supremacists. Well, well, they're, they're not white. technically white supremacists. But they're all white. They're, they're English. They're yeah. English. 
I, I don't think they're white supremacists. I I think if Nazis. They're no, they're they're speciesists. You called them Nazis the other. Yeah, they're Nazis. But if you're looking at it through a through a space interpretation, right, speciesists. They, they don't like other species. They just like humans. Which that's really, their thing. Right. Which, you know, I mean, that's that's why the whole thing with Thrawn yeah. being in the Empire is such a big deal because they don't like other other right. um, types of species other than humans. So for him to make it up, we're all gonna it, die. It would have to be a big deal. Loves Thrawn. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure the Empire has different ethnicities. It's just they're very, all humans. very limited. Very limited, mainly because they're supposed to all. I be mean, British. they they even dismissed the clones to like to make sure that they weren't like because their clones are inferior to humans yeah they, they do have a I, I agree they do have that Nazi you know mentality mentality Aryan race kind of thing but it's not Aryan so much it's like I said it's right, right. because Star Wars <laughs> oh lol they, said they almost they said, said, they the, almost said the thing <laughs> that's a cool thing yeah it is it feels kind of unnecessary. But it's cool. It's cool, though. It reminds me of those little, um, those transports in The Incredibles. No, it does, though. What happened to your hair? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. He joined my chemical romance. I, I like the design of that, um... That station? The it's beautiful. Station, Look at yeah. that. I want more of that. Looks like a sun. Is the entire planet just beaches? Well, that, that screams Star Wars. Star it? Wars is very one theme. Hey. Planets. Beaches, right? I got 99 problems, but a scare a faint one. Who, who, who does that song? I don't know. Exactly. All I know is that it's a meme. It's not a meme. This is Jay-Z. Oh. And they don't ask how he feels about being reprogrammed and seeing his fellow kin go around as imperial <laughs> uh, droids. Oh. Oh, this right here. They're talking about the new, uh, what's it called? The new, remember that scene in A New Hope where Obi-Wan yeah, is I'm quite a, the Yeah, I'm quite I know that movie, yeah. The, the tractor beam that Obi-Wan is deactivating and the two stormtroopers are talking about these new models. The same thing they're talking about there. Is it the same new models? Yeah. I guess they're a really big deal. Yeah. To stormtroopers. Did you get the new iPhone? Is it something like that? I'm so... Um, you see that? That armor is shit. Why did they make them wear it? Uh, they address that in Rebels, by the way. Do they really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. Rebels fixes everything, doesn't uh, it? Captain Rex was saying how this armor is shit. He's a clone. Oh. How inferior to clone armor it is. Well, of course, clone clone armor was entirely CGI. <laughs> I'm turning thicker. I'm thicker. With the little mouse droids. You just saw one. You may not have noticed See, it. See, what people don't realize is K2SO actually survived because he backed up his memory into that droid. So when Technicalities. Got... <laughs> Technicalities. Technicalities. But the Death Star. Yeah, but he got on the ship before everything blew up. What ship? What ship left? You didn't see it. 
Well, okay. Like when, when the ghost leaves. Yes, like when the ghosts leave. Hey, Alexis. Yeah. You may not have noticed it, but your brain did. Which, when we get to that, you and I got like, you're like, I didn't see Here it. Here we go. Leave. I didn't see it leave. No, it obviously blew up. <laughs> How no, how it's... much would you have geeked out if they showed General Sandula like as an actor? I mean, not as like... much as Kyle. <laughs> really? Do you, do you not remember how Kyle and Alexis were like geeking out at all the Easter eggs? Well, yeah. I was I mean, like, I liked them, but I, they were like because I was like whispering to uh to a like, our very own Alexis Moreno, and I was like I was typing General Sandula. You know who that is? She's like, uh, uh-uh. she's the Green Lady in Rebels. <laughs> And, and then, she, probably, and then she, she was probably like, I like it. No, she was like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did she have her hands? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did her, her hands to her mouth. This this scene really just like speaks to the idiocy of these people. That critic had to point out, what are you doing? We're under attack. Do something. Like, and, and Critic is another one of those characters that I thought he was going to be a big ball of nothing. Right. Well, I, I actually really liked him. And again, I think it has a lot to do with the actor. Ben, Min- ben Mendelsohn? It has more to do with the actor? Has has uh, a lot to do. Right. Oh, and see, new, look, there's brown ones. There's yeah, diversity. New, yeah. No, they, the armor. They have these new beach troopers. Yeah. They're like, awesome. That's another new design that works in the movie. They're off white. Yeah. They're, no, they're like light brown. Oh. And this entire action like sequence is unbelievably awesome. Just staring at the screen. His eyes are too moist. And you know what I noticed too? He's a little too smooth. Because next to a new hope, he has a little bit more wrinkles. Well, because he's aged. Oh, in like in like in like two days. In like two days. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, it looks too smooth compared to Peter Cushing. Because especially in the cheeks, they need a little bit, just a little bit more. Chopper, 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 right there. You also hear him too a little bit. This is Rebels Recon. (laughs) No one gives a shit about that show. Anyways, Um, I love. Look at the look at those stupid helmets. What makes it worse is the little chin guard. It's gotta stay on somehow. It's like those little bicycle helmets. I think he's just dodging bullets. Look at, look at the production value. It's beautiful. Look right there, another callback to the film. With what? The callback to the film, the little thing that... Okay. How is it a callback? That's a callback That's right a there. That's a callback. And that was I just gotta say, I, I love... You how, loved it. No, I do. I love those characters. I just love how they're in all the movies. I, I do like how they're in all the movies. And then but like, I think a, a, a better place would have been to put them at the very end. Right. Next to uh, Leia. Leia. I mean, I gotta be honest, though. The first time I saw it, I was like, really? Yeah. But then I was like, okay. Especially because I love it that the last time you and I saw it in theaters, uh, we had these kids next to us, and they were all like... Like, they were, like, like really just like, oh, my God, it's them. Well, I mean, they just went through two hours of murder, so, I mean, they're probably <laughs> happy to see 
<laughs> R2-D2 and C-3PO. No, the murder hasn't started yet. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, for all their fancy uniforms, they just can't get shit done. Yeah. Right hand. And there was like a bunch of like uh, no. steps to to. Which it kind of which. It kind of it kind of uh, harkens to the scene where uh, where Luke. Oh, that's a great shot. It's very Godzilla esque. When you see the giant, it's like run. <laughs> But uh, when you're saying they can't get shit done, it kind of reminds me of like when Luke in a Jedi, he was like, "Your arrogance, uh, your arrogance blinds you, Your Highness." And then, uh, and then Emperor turns around and he says, uh, uh, "Your faith in your friends are right here is yours." I love this. At this point in the film, where I was like, "Okay, I'm with it. I am with it." The ghost. There, you can see it down there. Um. I'm sorry, Gold Leaguer. That's so cool. It is. They did that. I didn't notice it the first time. Also on Rebels, if you want to go in and see it, Mr. But, Martinez. But, uh, oh my God. You're <laughs> such a shameless plugger. By the way, no. Steven Stanton is amazing. Continue. Um, I was going to say, because one of the big critiques that I think is not only wrong, is downright stupid of this film is like, oh, it's just fan service the way they show all the same vehicles and the same. Like they, they try to say that because it has the like it has walkers, it has ATSTs, and it has you know all the same ships. That it's that, that that was fan service. I'm like, there's there's quite a few instances in here where you can call out some bullshit fan service. But that's not but that is not it at all. I mean it's that's like, like whoa you know, at the where at there's what too many Ford focuses on the streets. If that's your argument, then you just are against this entire film to begin with. Yeah. And then if that's it, then just be honest with it. Like, I'm like that a lot of times, but I'm honest Han with Solo, it. Han Solo. Beauty, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm honest with that. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. go listen to our podcast. Oh, God. It got testy. That was all the time. What does that mean? However, it was not a song that was old as rhyme. They're trapped. No, but, uh... See, they could have succeeded of those of the rebels didn't show up outside. <laughs> they could have. That's true. Maybe. But, you know, see, it had to work out in a certain way. Yeah. I think the third act of this movie is spectacular. We're already seen. But you know first. what? If the rebels didn't come there, then we would not have one of the most amazing do- space dog fights. Oh, there we go. It it it, it, it Technicalities. Shows, it shows the person that from the old thing. Right, that Kyle likes. What well, we all I love like. it too. We all like I it. I love it too. So. I was gonna say, this is gonna be a matter of debate because the mm-hmm. space battle is amazing. How how do you stack it up against Jedi? Which do you prefer? Uh, that one might have had more emotional weight to it, mm-hmm. but I do. I the action here is spectacular, and it is. Up until the very end, you know, is each of them die, and then at the very end when you know they embrace each other, I like f- that right there. Oh my god! Yeah, that. that's a great shot. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. And apparently, the reshoots were they were supposed to 
all of them run across the beach yeah. with the plans and stuff like that. But another thing, like, this is supposed to be a war film. So you show some war fights and make it feel like war. And I think they, they did... Oh, obviously, they didn't actually make it feel like real war, but, you know, for a Star Wars film. No, that's close. a different Ad at Walker than we see in Empire, yes? I don't care. It looks exactly the same. I would say yes, Kyle. That, that sounds... Because they look bigger accurate. and taller. Yeah, that's accurate. Its toads are a little different. It has three instead of two. <laughs> How do you, do they not have Wi-Fi... <laughs> a long time In ago space. in a galaxy far far away in space in space apparently not they need big ass cables I mean, look, they're still the, on cable it has to be said among the other the many things that this movie had to like line up with the new look at that to line up with a new hope the technology of a new hope Look, it's so close. It yeah. needs to compensate. No, and I love it. I love it. I, I love I'm the just, graphics on their ass. I think I think it's great. I love the graphics on the screen, like on the on the little uh, monitor screens. Yeah, how it's still very seventies. Well, yeah, well that's what uh, Alexis was getting at. Yeah. Look at this. See, I don't know. I remember watching this, and I just remember thinking, how is any Star Wars film gonna top this? Yeah. It's I don't I don't think you can. Like this is just unbelievable. Look at this. Like dude, like this is the this is potentially like what knowing the stakes at, uh-huh. about this. Um You just had a monkey, a shooting monkey bass. Shooting monkey. And look at the way <laughs> yeah. like it all falls and you it shows them looking up. Gareth Edwards knew like but dude, I'm probably is, making one Star Wars film, I'm throwing everything at the wall but for the final battle. You gotta think about it from like all the characters in the movie and every rebel that's involved, you know, this is probably the only shot that the rebels are gonna have for defeat for uh, defeating the, the Empire. Yeah. 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 Obviously. It was a Hail Mary Path. Which is what the opening call of, of Star Wars says. Yeah, the, the first victory. The first major victory. Which I guess kind of spoils the end of season three of Rebels. Oh my god. They win then, right? <laughs> <laughs> the way, the the little thing that they get all the data tapes, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of like those modern uh, vending machines that you get your Cokes from. Oh yeah, they do, huh? I love them. <laughs> I don't know if it's, if it's a direct like connection. They mentioned Black Saber. When they're looking for the plants. I think it's just a coincidence. I think it's a coincidence. Okay. That's what I thought, too. Like people are saying Darksaber, that's not it. Because if it no. was, that's a big spoiler for you know what. Yeah. Oh, it's just... Explosions. The explosions are beautiful. Imagine you if sound like a Michael Bay fan. I love... A Michael Bay can make a good film or two. Not named Transformers? The first... I like the first Transformers. I love I'll how they that. have Red Leader and Gold Leader. But he's made five Transformers movies. Yeah, look at that! Look at that! Look at this Fuck! <sighs> look at the freaking swarm. More fighters. How come they have Helen Mirren in there? What are they doing? <laughs> Honestly, like, the MVPs of the Star Wars universe are those fish people. The Mon Calamari. The Mon Calamari. Because they're just... They're always like, I'm just get out of here, I'm about to get shit well, done. Well, I mean, it makes sense, because they were one of the initial people to get enslaved by the Empire. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Huh? Like the Wookiees. You don't see the Wookiees stepping up. What's up with that, Wookiees? You gotta put it all in Chewbacca's head. Wookiee lives matter. They do. Um, you said it, Chewie. And I love like the whole reinforcements. They just drop in. It's great. Great war action. You know what? I'm more interested about what's going on in space than I am on on the ground. That's just the reality. Yeah. Because it's great. Like See, that. This is, this is what sh- I think episode seven should have been as far as space battle. I'm sorry, the episode seven space battle does not compare at all to this. No, it doesn't. Is it, it really blo- even a space battle? Because it's like Star Killer is on a planet, and they're mainly they're in the them. trenches. Yeah, they felt a little afraid of space. They're like blue leader, like even those ships, they just look like some weird origami shit. But that's cool. I'm, I'm really happy that at, at the very end they gave all of these rebels, including Bodhi, things of importance to do to make it all fit together. Yeah, like you need the cable to transmit right. the data. You, you uh, you need it. Chew it. Chew it. and uh, and whatever his name is. Baze. 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 Uh, I'm telling you those names. I know. <laughs> they're taking out the they're taking out the big guns while but they uh, also have to turn the. Uh, the turn, switch. Turn the switch. And then you have these guys. They're they they uh they're trying to get the plants. And then uh, what's his name? K two S O. He's uh, distracting uh, all the other people who are trying to get the people who are making the plants. I mean, it's just. It's a team effort. Team effort. And I think that that's. It's why a heist. That's I, no, it's not a heist. I, I think it's very much a war film. Yeah. yeah. Because there's elements of it, but it's not ultimately a heist. I, I think it's. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think it's more of a war oh, film in that... Oh, no, he's going to die. But um, that's why the, the sort of small characterization or the, the weak characterization for a lot of them, it it kind of works or it's it, I'm okay with it. Cassian, you didn't put another quarter in. Because the whole point of the film is is that, um, you know, it's this people that don't know each other that well. They come together for a cause and stuff like that. So in a way, it sort of works with them. And ultimately, you talk about thin paper characters. At the end of the day, their deaths had meaning. All of them had. Roots. I felt I felt something yeah. after each. Starting one. with what we're gonna see right now. K two. <sighs> no. Goodbye, and that's it. Just goodbye. And again, and it adds to the sacrifice. It gives meaning behind what a lot of the... Because re- It remember, makes the story matter. And then not only that, it gives, like, probably the best... One of the best movies ever made. Um, more right. context. Yeah, more context. More context. And it, it really, uh, like, it gives the opening crawl a little bit more meaning, too. Because it says, like well, what you said... Especially how this movie ends. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, and like I said this from the beginning, I much rather Disney, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, whatever, take chances on solo films like this yeah. instead of a young Yoda film, yeah. a Han Solo. No, no, no. More no, no. Rogue One, less. I want, I, I want my Rogue One type of films. This is an experiment that paid off. 
They made a lot of money. <laughs> Over a billion dollars? Yeah. Yeah, it did. I think Easily. it did it fairly quickly. The number one grossing film of 2017. 16, sorry. And then in 2017, it'll be the last year. I don't know. We had that discussion. No, not Blue Leader. No, he nah. was such a good character. He had the greatest stash. <laughs> His stash game was on point. And then I love how they're like running across the water. It's great, it's great. But they have normal glass, not space glass. This monkey dies. No! That's what you get from monkeying around. You deserve nothing for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Death Troopers just come in, all hardcore. Have you noticed, the, the pacing of this entire third act is brilliant. It never lets up, it just keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, and apparently, the reason why they, they did all these changes was because it was too long to begin with. Oh, really? The whole yeah. battle. And I can see that. Yeah. Because I, I feel like this is, this... is pushing it. This Gareth Edwards, when he came to this film, he's like, his main focus was on this part right here, I feel. It was this entire sequence. Does she have fingerless gloves? I can't tell. Looks like it. That's some she, OG I shit. I think she does. She's a rebel. Well. Rebellions are built on both. <laughs> she rebels. Hang on. They did this guy wrong right here. They really did. The black guy? Yeah. That I mean, was wrong. That's to be expected. I think I laughed twice when this happened. Especially because immediately they shoot him and then Ch- uh, Churit walks so slowly c- closer to them and they're like, I, I don't know how to shoot now. I know. <laughs> But the force was strong with him. Oh, it was the force. It was the force. The force was helping him out. But still... I am one with the force. The force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. That poor guy. Just literally just to step out. Like right here. Just slowly. At this point... The makeup? What do you mean? The makeup, the the arm, where he's looking like? Oh, the dirty nose? Right, right. That's great. But look at how slowly he just walks out there. <laughs> like the noise it makes. Wally. 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 This was a great moment as well. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's blind. <laughs> he's dodging blasters, but all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, where's where's the lever? I can't tell." Did oh, you guys no. think he died in that moment? Oh hell no! You know the way it goes. Diego Luna. Is he like the first Mexican in space? 
Because I'm trying to think of another actor in Star Wars that's a Mexican. Oh, shit. He just hit the ground and, oh, God. That, like, broke his neck, probably, right? Or? I don't think so. I just think explosions. The great thing about Hollywood is either you walk away from an explosion and you're completely fine, or the exact same explosion just completely kills you. It's whatever the screenwriter feels like at the moment. And the force with me. Look at those sick bracelets he has. You think they have friendship bracelets? <laughs> oh, he died. They're friendship bracelets. Oh, friendship. And space! Oh, is it like Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> there were people who were, who were talking about that when it came out. No, I didn't see it that way. I mean, it wasn't hyped up. How come these ones are blue? Are they blue? They were dark gray. They look kind of blue to me. This is like the gold. The Mount Calamari. This is like the gold and white dress they all well, over I mean, again. Well, that's like saying, you know, Darth Maul's a species? Yeah. Like, uh. Oh, they do have green. They have variation. yellow and red. They vary. Well, yeah, humans vary. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it makes sense. See, but this is clever right here. I like this, what they do when the, uh. They the knock trans- out the, the. The shield gate? Yeah, the way they knock out the shield gate. Right. Oh, the Hammerhead Corvettes went right yeah. now. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's a really, like, F yeah moment. Outer Rim. F yeah. Oh. See, right here, he says, this is for you, Galen, or whatever. Yeah. I wish you could have had a scene talking. Not even with him, but maybe talking to Jin, right. just like a long sort of speech about what had happened and how and they then got this there. Right here was just like, oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's n- number three, and he knows at that point, like. That's it. Yeah. He takes out. I think. Like I'm correct. He takes out death troopers, not stormtroopers. Yeah, death troopers. Two. Three. three Ooh. Four. four. And five. then five. Oh, yeah. No, six. Ooh. And then himself, so that's a double point. Like, I love that how he's just looking at his friend. That's some Cloud City shit. It is. I'd be too afraid to do At that point, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. This, yeah, this the, is it. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> we failed. Because <laughs> hell no, I'm not getting chopped in half. Which we see, by the way, in one, uh, one callback. Not callback, but... Episode one. There was a clone that got cut in half one time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that episode. Look at this right here. This is... Like, that's cool. Yeah. But this is how the Rebels win. They have to get inventive to win against the Empire. They're they're basically giving them all their gas. (laughs) 
Galen never told you what happened to him. Well, he told me this. <laughs> Krennic is like, no. I am your father. She'd probably still shoot him. Of course, it has to be recenter. Of course. Dude, this is just like, at this point, everything that could go wrong is going wrong. With, uh, with Rogue One's attempt to transmit the plans. But you know what, it brings up an interesting thing. Had the Rebel fleet not shown up, would they have even, wait, no, no, no. It would have made no difference because the ground assault was going to happen either way. That's true. So how would they? Have but they up? but they didn't close the the gate until the rebels showed up. Yeah. That's, that's, that's but I mean, they would have closed it if there was already ground assault and they haven't left. So. Uh, yeah. Debatable. Oh no! Oh, oh that was terrible! Uh, he just knocks his head. Right I there. love that. Look at that. That looks so great. Dun, 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 but you just realize millions of people just died. They're Nazis. So. Space Nazis. It's very different. Because they're Nazis. They did not see that coming. <laughs> oh, okay. You got Kyle pun points. Kyle pun points? Yeah. KPP? Ziggo? Ziggo? <laughs> And there he is. Doesn't he shoot her? Shoot her! Oh no, he doesn't. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Revenge is not the Jedi way. I'm no Jedi. She really isn't, so that's oh, good. Burn. I'm pretty sure he has a major demotion after that, even if he survived. If anything, he probably would have died no matter what. I think Vader would have killed him. Yeah. Fair like, you did what? Look at that. That's great. This is great. Although, and this is another continuity thing. Always with you in the continuity thing. Okay, okay, here we okay, go. Okay. Here we go. Let's hear it, Peter. Where does it fall? Because you would assume it's directly over Scarif. You would see it fall all the way to the planet. Unless it's vaporized. Unless... It's too big to be vaporized entirely. Okay, well, okay. We'll see. I don't know. I love how the designs of the plans are the exact same way as they were. Anyway. Yeah, it's the cool. Death Star plans. It works. It fits. That's continuity that works. Yes, yes, it is. She's on the They did it. That's cool. We did it! Hooray! We got the plans and gave them to the rebels. We did it. We did it. There was the ghost. That's Dora the Explorer, guys. Did you see the ghost? Yeah. I did. Uh, 
That's a great, that's another that, great shot. That is a great shot. That looks like CGI. Wait, 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 wait. But of course, don't destroy the whole planet. <laughs> it's a single reactor. I know, I know. I, 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 I mean, this right is, here, I got scared because I thought they were going to do kiss. a romance yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, I would have like, been pissed. Don't do that. That's, that, no. No, they're just like, they look at each other, yeah, we're going to die right now. And this is just so poetic. Yeah, that he is. He gets like destroyed poetry. by his own creation. Mm-hmm. And, and like, wait, it, wait. It, this just shows, uh. like, yes, you met fire and ready, but it just shows. He said the thing. Yes, yes, from the other thing. That the Empire is perfectly okay with vaporizing their own forces. Oh, heck yeah. And, like, Tarkin knows it'll kill Krennic, and he's just like, okay. Gets well, he never out. liked him. Yeah, gets him out Kills of the two birds with one stone. See, right there, he's gone. Yeah, to the top of the right tower. there, that's true, yeah. yeah. And they're like, Shh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even try. Still on the beach. Go get him. <laughs> uh, Do you see the ghost? I don't. Well, it didn't crash into that, but that was a great F you by Vader. I know. <laughs> like, I think not. He thug-lifed him. See, at this point, they probably could have gotten in a ship. Could they? I yeah. mean, was there one around? Hop in a ship real quickly, doom, get out of there. Maybe they didn't want to? I don't know. I, I still love this scene though. I, I just, yeah. Emotionally, it hits those spots. It does, and honestly, look, I didn't expect it, maybe I should have, but props on them for I killing everybody. Told off. You. No, I, it you had were to right, happen. You were right, and it worked out for the better. Yes. Prepare my boarding party. <laughs> this is probably like your 50 hundredth time of seeing this. And you like just the way they embrace. Like that's just crazy to me. That's a great scene. And then again, the camera work, the visuals, it's just like... It's, it's perfect. And you, you go to the battle and you see Vader there and you know it's coming already when you see that. <laughs> yeah, see, Blue Akbar probably got shot on sight. Right I don't there. even know what happened to Radis. They have not confirmed whether he survived or not. I think he probably, he was captured. I can almost guarantee he that was captured. Fought. Whether he was killed or not, I don't know. That hard drive. I know. I like how it was the same. Well, here we go. Oh Those stupid helmets. <laughs> <clears throat> like, oh no, he has asthma. Yeah, this scene is absolutely incredible. It's horror. This. Well, for the first time since the original films, it makes Vader feel like Vader. Yep. Well, unless you count, you know who. But... Who? Rebels. No, I don't. 
Take it. Like, oh. He just opens the door with him. And then these two are idiots. They should have just ran in. And they pull it. Right here is when I knew in the theaters. As the lights were turning on, I was like, oh my god, it's, is it? it is, and then yeah. I saw it fall, and I'm like, it is. And I was like, you clever girl. Are those red? Yeah, they are. So have they confirmed how much time passes in between? See, right here, I think of R2 and C3P over there. I think it would have been better. Oh my god. Are you crying? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Kyle. I heard it. I didn't want to look back. Oh my I... god. <laughs> Again? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How many? Oh my god. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say anything. I, just... <laughs> I guess uh, just uh, the reason why the Tanavi was there and Leia was there was because yeah. after the Battle of Scarif, they were going to go pick up Obi Wan. So that's why it was on that ship. Well, I had assumed that they were they were on their way to right. go pick up Obi Wan, but they're like, no, like, cool. and then they got yeah. the call about right. uh, Scarif, so then they they fly off there, oh. and then from there they're gonna, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that oh. was <laughs> wait, 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 before we close it off. Uh, finishing thoughts about the movie. I mean, obviously, I, so emotional for you. <laughs> it is emotional with me because the thing about this, okay, now. <laughs> Because I, I didn't. Just wait till Revenge of the Sith happens. I know. <laughs> because I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I couldn't fully get my thoughts down in the After Dark because that was such an emotional night. Have you watched that? You, you couldn't talk for the first ten minutes. Yeah, but that was funny. <laughs> but then you know, looking at this, because my my first experience with Star Wars was the first Star Wars, you know, and 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 it and that kind of you know it, it started my passion for Star Wars, not just fucking love my my passion for it and you know it just that just that it cemented um it glued itself to the fourth one so well you know it couldn't have been any more perfect it couldn't be more perfect number one i see why dark you know you get explanations you know preluding to the opening part which is like i was um, you know as a kid i was immediately captivated with the opening scene with you know R2 and 3PO and seeing them do their thing and now you know you get you know number one you see why Vader was so fucking pissed you get that and then and then you get uh, and then you get Leia you know she was on that ship you know and she, when it, the fact that almost like five minutes after all this stuff is happening you get why you know Every, it just it answered uh, the right questions going into it and I, I could not be more you know if if I were Gareth I would be proud of this because just no, just seeing the people oh it, with special acknowledgement Peter Cushing did you see that in the credits? 
No, I didn't. It said with special acknowledgement for uh, with Peter Cushing. Um, I don't know. He didn't do shit. He gave his likeness. That's the best you could do when you're dead. Um, well, the estate gave his likeness. Not really. The yeah. estate. And just the, you know, seeing the ending made me fall in love with Star Wars even more. I, I did not think that was possible, but seeing yeah, that... It, it keeps happening. But, I but, think, but seeing that ending, it made me fall in love with the series even more. But I think it brings more weight considering, I mean, this movie ends with Leia and around the same time Carrie Fisher passed away. Yeah. That's just... Um... I, I just I, 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 I love this movie un, unapodle, um, uh, what is that word unapologetically and yes. and the fact that you know it connects to my favorite movie of all time just makes it all that better I, mean, I think one of the main successes it can't be I think people can have legitimate issues with uh, writing of the characters and the choppiness of the editing and this here that there the, all these different things but at the end of the day one of the major things that this movie had to accomplish was not to destroy the continuity, make it a worthwhile story that blends in with the original Star Wars, and it did this and then some. It could not mm-hmm. have been any more perfect, and if anything, this movie ends with you wanting to see A New Hope. Star Wars. A New Hope. Star Wars. Whichever your flavor. Continue. Uh, you can go ahead, Peter, your final thoughts on this. It had the things that reminded me of the things, and I liked it. You know, and most importantly, they all died. Yeah, that's it. That takes balls. Good. Uh, before we go, Kyle, because we're going to do more uh, Star Wars commentaries throughout the year. Um, right now... Expect episode three, expect episode one, expect episode five, episode six, and... Next year, expect The Last Jedi. Right. We already have Force Awakens and Episode 2 on the channel. Yeah. And we Why have don't the... we just do it this year, and we bring recorders into the theater with us to The Last Jedi? Bet you didn't think of that, did you? But your brain did. Where would you put Rogue One in your ranking of, what, eight movies now? Eight Star Wars movies? I would have to say it's behind, uh, it's behind Jedi. Return of the Jedi. So, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'd probably go New Hope, because Empire, uh, Force Awakens, uh, Return of the Jedi, and then Rogue One. Same. Then, probably go that then the prequels. Um, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, this has got to be you know looking at it, it's got to be the the best shot of the of every other Star Wars movie. It uh, it definitely it definitely did something to me emotionally towards the end. Uh, I so did Revenge of the Sith. Well, it's cut and Episode One. Well, for me, uh, you always I, cry whenever he says "Whoopee." It's for me not in the good way though. It's mm-hmm. Empire, A New Hope, Jedi, Force Awakens, then Rogue One. Oh. oh. You see, they're playing the thing. Oh, this thing. Huh. The very end. <sighs> Alright, I'm over this. <laughs> I'm not. I just want to soak in the music. Oh. Did you see how, like, that was Leia at the end? 
<laughs> that wasn't really her. Peter? Yes. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations. You know Leia's probably gonna Didn't die in episode Did he throw eight. something at you? He threw a soda at me, because I made fun of him crying. Which I feel was uncalled for. Special thanks to Dave Filoni. Ah, there you go. Wow. Simon Kodenberg, Miller Johnson. Ward. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. What is up with that? Hmm? The state of Peter Cushing. Where? It says it. Oh. Yeah, it did. <coughs> Skywalker sound. Filoni was there because they're gonna feature Yavin pretty soon, so. Yeah, but Chris Lord and Phil Miller? Why did they thank them? Uh, well. It's a little weird. But anyway. Distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. Without further ado, Red Swatters, I'm your host, Kyle Lira. I'm Alexis Soto. Go watch our Star Wars audio commentary. I mean, listen to it. I am Alexis Soto. And I recommend the same. You know how it goes, people. Bye!